Head to Corp Furniture Clearance Center for up to 70% off new retail prices. Stock is updated regularly, so you never know what kind of treasures you'll find. We offer a wide variety of stylish furniture for any budget, and every piece is court certified. And now through June 2nd is our Memorial Day mattress sale. Save big on everything for your home or office. Find new twin sets from $249, new queen sets from $299, and new king sets from $499. Plus, get a free gift with purchase while quantities last. Go to courtfurnitureoutlet.com today. On the only the W O O K I E, bringing you guys another episode of the Archons Corner. I know, Wookie, you're late again. I am late. I told you guys I was going to be doing this Friday, moving into Saturday. I, again, we really haven't honestly set any sort of big schedule, but who can blame me, right? We've had all sorts of things going on here these last few days. Uh, let's see, we had uh, we had the NFL draft. Uh, let's see. Oh, Avengers. Avengers Endgame. Oh. Oh, Avengers Endgame. How? Oh. Man, I'm I'm not going to give any spoilers away. And I know a lot of people are like, don't spoil it. I'm not gonna. Because this is one. I don't know. I've never been a big like, oh, don't do spoilers guy. Um, You know, it's one of those things like, well, you're going to see it anyways. But I'm just going to tell you this. You know, I saw it. I loved it. I hated it. I loved it. I hated it. I, I'm back and forth, and I don't think I'm giving anything away here quite like by saying this, but at the end, it, it number one, it's an emotional roller coaster. I don't think that anybody going into this is going to say that that's a spoiler, but number one, I just, at the end, I just feel, I felt lost. Right, and I think that's how I was supposed to feel. I felt super lost, not in the plot, but kind of as a where do we go from here? I just there's a sense of finality in it, um, which again, I don't think is honestly a big like shocker surprise. Like, oh no, what? What? Who says what? No, there's obviously we knew. This was the end for a lot of characters. They're not coming. They're not renewing their contracts. At least some of them. Um, one in particular, uh, Chris Evans said he was moving on. He wanted to go pursue other projects. Um, n- not going to give anything away. You guys will see it in the end. Um, and and if you want to talk it, we can definitely. Maybe I'll put up a Patreon episode, kind of talking Avengers. I'll bring pops in, and and we can have the discussion because it was. I wanted to like the movie so bad. Obviously, it's super hyped. But at the same time, I'm sitting there going, huh, I don't know how to... At the end, I didn't know how to feel. Like, I was kind of, like I said, 
and an emotional state I was lost. I didn't know where to go, where we were headed. And looking back now and seeing it again, I kind of think that's how I was supposed to feel. I kind of think that that was the, the, the rhyme, the reason, and the purpose to it all. So, like I said, really strange, really weird, but just it, it'll be okay uh, in the end. I, I, am, I am interested to see how we're going to go. I, I guess it's not phase two anymore. I guess now we're on to, like, a totally different different team? Question mark, question mark? Like, not really not really knowing. Um, and, and I think that was, that was designed in such a way. Uh, but thank you to all you guys who went and checked out um, the luxury play styles opening I did uh, for his token sets. I'm still in the review phases uh, for a lot of you guys kind of wondering that. I did a little unboxing, and I'm sorry about the chunky cam. Uh, it, I didn't have enough lighting, and my wife actually said that some of my settings were, were incorrect. So it, it was what it was, you know. This is the first time I've ever used a DSLR as my camera when shooting something. Um, I have a DSLR. Uh, I have a little Canon, uh, like, handy cam. Um, it does 1080p, 60fps. Um, I'm missing the charger for it, so i got to get a charger. Um, I don't know what happened to it, and I haven't used it in so long. So um, I'm going to get the charger for it because I haven't been making videos, actual true videos. So I'm going to get a charger for that, boy. It's super cheap. Uh, it's like $12, $13. So maybe next Patreon period um, when that when that uh, cash comes in, we'll, we'll reinvest that into the channel and, and make sure we get a, a nice camera rolling. The DSLR worked great. It just I didn't have my settings right. So when you don't have your settings right, you're not going to get it right. And my wife, Mama Wookie, said, you know, you just probably needed more lighting. Okay. Um, yeah. I, and it's, it is a big deal for a DSLR to have lighting because obviously you have things like, you know, your ISO and your frame rate and shutter speed. and Woo. It, it was more involved than I, I honestly thought it ever would be. It just kind of is what it is. Not a big deal. But we'll we'll get that smoothed out. Hopefully next time, I I can get a uh, you know a camera lady, <clears throat> Mama Wookie, <clears throat> to be behind instead of uh, instead of you know kind of doing it all myself. <laughs> That's the big one. I was doing it all myself. So uh, big news, obviously coming out in the world of KeyForge. We have a new community manager. Uh, for Asthma Day, which is Matt Holland. He's going to be taking over over at Fantasy Flight Games. Uh, or I should say Asthma Day, I guess, right? Is that Asthma Day? I guess it would be Asthma Day. I I'm not 100% sure. Um, he is working strictly with Asthma Day, and I don't know if Asthma Day owns Fantasy Flight, how that whole works. But Matt Holland is the new community manager and just wanted to go over some kind of stuffs from... The Crucible cast, uh, episode six. Uh, they don't do these, uh, what, about once a month? I really honestly want to say they do the Crucible cast. Uh, maybe every other week. Uh, but th this was episode uh, six. This had come out just on April 27th. So today, as I'm recording this, uh, I watched it and uh, kind of had some points. Um, you know, the seasonal kits, 
They're going to lower the price to allow stores to get involved who may not have been able to previously uh, buy the kits, uh, which is currently, obviously, we have the premium Mars kits going on. I guess I don't know how much they honestly cost. Did, does anybody? I, I didn't know because I'm sitting here going, uh, how much do they cost? I, I didn't think they would be so expensive, but maybe they were. Um, but just that's kind of a little note. Store championships are coming soon. So last week you guys heard me talk about I was going to a store championship. That was actually just they just called it their store championship. It wasn't a chain-bound event. It was nothing. They were giving out the gamma decks, and that's how they just called it their, their store championship. So uh, more comp- uh, competition and more rewards for competing. So this is something I've kind of talked about for a while, though. Uh, that these Amber Shards are going to have to kind of, we're going to have to be able to get more. Because right as it sits at the current time, the chair, the bag, a lot of the, the swag, the t-shirts, the hats, it's kind of out of reach. And, you know, even if, you know, let's just take a look at the, uh, you know, the Ember Shards for participating in just a normal chain-bound event, you're getting one, and you're getting one per win. So four rounds means you're getting five per chain-bound event, meaning you're maybe getting, what, 20 in a week tops if you're hitting four events and you're winning all four rounds and, you know, all that stuff. Uh, store championships are five for participating. Uh, three per win and 40 to the winner, which is great. But again, like I said, we, we don't have store championships right now. So they're, they're kind of useless to you and I and, and everybody else. They're, they're not good. They just don't do anything. Uh, one prize that was uh, shown was the Bingle Bang Bang sleeves. So very interesting. Go watch it. Uh, I'll put a link down in the description for you guys. It is roughly 11 minutes, so not too crazy in there, but, you know, they just they showed sleeves. I guess that's cool. Eh. Um, I mean, I've, I've got sleeves for days. Hopefully they actually fit the cards. We've talked about this problem that, that Keyforge cards are slightly larger than your average card. Your average Magic card is, is, is slightly smaller. So you can't really honestly double sleeve them in a good way. So hopefully this is their line of cards or their line of sleeves because they do make the Fantasy Flight does make sleeves. Um, hopefully it's theirs. I you know they showed it, but looking at a stream and going hmm, you know that that doesn't do much for you until you you get a get a card at them and and get to see them. Prime tournaments are starting to happen after store championships. Prime tournaments are going to give you 10 for t- participation, 5 per win, 75 going to the winner. Not much really going on there. Just another way to earn Ember Shards. They really haven't said much about anything else as far as that uh, poll thing goes. And then they, they did touch upon Grand Championships, which is the level one below the Vault Tour. Um, for Grand Championships, for those of you who are wanting, 24 participation, 10 per win. 150 uh, goes to the winner. Uh, UK Games Expo will be the first grand championship. Prize sleeves will be available uh, of Bumblebird. Great. 
So I'm sorry for a lot of us, and and I'm sorry, Fantasy Flight, and sorry to our our friends across the pond. I'm not traveling to the UK. Uh, that's a lot of money. Uh, what are we thinking about? A, a couple grand, right? I, I would assume a couple grand to go to the UK Games Expo. This is a problem that Fantasy Flight has had for a while and talking to a lot of other people who play things like L5R, uh, I believe the Star Wars uh, LCG, and uh, X-Wing was the big one. I talked to a lot of guys who are doing X-Wing. And this is a problem with Fantasy Flight is is they release these things and they're only available here and nobody else can get their hands on them unless you were there. Um, you know, the, they did the pins, which I think the pins are cool for the vault tour. It's something that's relatively inexpensive that e- either you have it or you don't and, and you don't really care. I guess it's a pin for me, a pin's a pin's a pin. I could give two squirts about a pin to be honest with you, but some people care about that and they want those pins. Um, this is really starting to irk me that, that we're starting to do two things not available to a lot of different people. Um, and, and, you know, the Vault Tour right now, I believe, has, what, like 10 stops on it? Half of those in the U.K., half of them here so far. And I shouldn't say in the U.K., but just overseas in general. Half of them in the, overseas, half of them here. So five and five or six and six, one of the two. And, again, it's just kind of like, okay, but, you know, not everybody can make it to Origins. Okay, that costs more money um not everybody can make it to gen con i'm i'm trying to make it to both as we speak um i was able to go to adepticon i was lucky that there was something in chicago in close to me but let's say i know denver is having something i believe either this weekend or next weekend looks like they're starting to expand the vault tours which is great i think they do Fantasy Flight, you, you need to do something statewide. You know, we got the store championships. We got the prime championships, which that could be a statewide thing. But then, you know, we get into grand championships. Well, that's we're going to have to travel a lot for that. And uh, first one going to be held in the U.K. Not going to I'm going to go on a limb and say not going to make that one at all. Um, so then it'll also, the UK games expo will be the first age of Ascension legal tournament. So, um, I got to figure out when that is. I know age of Ascension is coming soon, but how soon is yet to honestly be determined. Uh, they're going to be making changes to the packaging. Many people have comment. They dislike ripping open the boxes. Doesn't really bother me at all. Not a big deal. Uh, two tabs on the back of the box are going to let you open the box, then put your deck back into the box without tearing open the bottom and not being able to reuse the box. for. St- you're going to be able to use the re- reuse the box for storage. I sleeve all my cards. Most people, I think, sleeve a good chunk of their cards. Where this is going to come in handy is I have decks that are just in bulk, right? I, I have decks. I know I'm not going to play them. They go into a box. I guess that's a nice way of doing it. It's also nice for those sealed decks that I'm just, you know, I can unsleeve it, shove it back in the box, and reseal it. I don't think it's the end of the world, honestly. Uh, and I just saw somebody. I wish 
I could find it again as to who is making it. Oh, man. If I find it, I'll put it in. They're selling like 25 boxes, you know, made boxes to throw your cards in. 25 boxes for $10 or 20 bucks. Totally worth it. Plastic, totally see-through. Dude, just do it. I mean, it's 20 bucks. I know that's another deck, but, um, you know, whatever. Not a big deal. Uh, I don't think that's a big deal, so it, it kind of sucks. But it is what it is. That that was your Crucible cast. They had their rules question um, of the week, which was Gabos long arms and working with Elusive. With Gabos talking, you know, we, we did this rules question, too. Um, if he's attacking an Elusive creature, no damage is dealt. There, no damage will be dealt to the other creature. Gabos attempts to deal the damage to. However, if Gabos attacks a creature without Elusive, he can deal the damage to the creature with Elusive. We already went through that weeks ago, guys. I don't remember which one it was, which episode. I already talked about this. This is nothing new. I I don't. Maybe they're listening. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I, I do tag them in Twitter as we go through. So it, it's nothing new. This is kind of like old hat. You know, he attacks into elusive. The elusive keyword triggers. No damage is dealt. He attacks or he can get around elusive, which is his nice thing. So, but he can't get around a shadow, say like a shadow self, something like that. If he attacks into shadow self, deals his damage to urchin or another elusive creature, take your pick really. And it just goes back to Shadow Self because that's what Shadow Self does. That's that's his big ability. And, you know, I don't know. Maybe they're stealing my shit. I don't know. Come on, Fantasy Flight. Get it together. Give me some credit for, uh, for the hard work I'm doing over here, guys. But we're going to move into another subject. We're already about 20 minutes into this. Um, I'm seeing like 16 minutes on my recording and I told you guys last week was a long episode I apologize to those of you who are upset that it was a little longer than 30 minutes um I'm still confused and I guess you guys are gonna have to tell me because a lot of you guys I I got mixed reviews and it it was about 50 50 I got reviews saying dude thank you for the longer episode and then I got reviews saying dude the episode was too long I just couldn't do it I, I'm confused, and again, it's 50-50, and I, I went back on my Twitter, um, and I checked uh, checked the poll, and again, we're about 60-40, so again, still kind of in that 50-50 range, um, 60 to 30 minutes, 60% 60 minutes, 40% 30 minutes, maybe I, I, I cut the mustard and, and go 45, and just kind of sit it in between? I'm so, love you guys, but you you do confuse me, but maybe maybe we'll go about 30, 30 to 45 minutes and and try to, try to knock it off at that point and, and move forward. But the big news, the big other news that came, we got some more Age of Ascension spoilers, which is great. But before we get into the Age of Ascension spoilers, we got to do what they call paying a few bills. Nuclear heat graphics. 
the designs of nostalgic horror. We have such sights to show you. Wrestling. You, Hulk Hogan, must self-destruct. Retro cartoons and entertainment. A fellow chucker, eh? Portraits, customized posters, and posters, and so much more. Nuclear Heat Graphics.com Art makes us human. All right, guys, check out Shaheen. He really does good work. Uh, you guys can contact him. I believe, you know, I'm going to double check it for him because I, I know some people have asked me, um, how do you get a hold of him if you want him to do, like, custom work? Now, he normally does wrestling, uh, kind of superhero stuff like that. Uh, but you, you can get a hold of him um, over at Nuclear Heat over on Twitter. Um, if you're looking to do something, I, I guess, a little more, um, like, personal, I, I know he'll do some stuff. I, I don't know a cost on it, so I'm sorry. I just don't have that kind of info. I can, you know, contact him. He'll go from there. He's got a Patreon as well. So check him out over there on the Twitter, and then you guys can go to NuclearHeatGraphics.com. Um, and, and kind of check out his work. He does good stuff. I have no problem with it. So um, good, good stuff. But we did get new cards from Age of Ascension, and I want to kind of go through them. Now, they did do this awesome thing where they normally do. They display seven cards, like your opening hand or something like that. Pretty cool. And then they kind of go through them. And I noticed something in the fact of there are, what, three cards on here? Maybe four. Let's see. I think there's either three or four cards on here that actually they're not in the little images that they give to us. And then they give you three or four cards that are in the images. So they gave us memory chip, which I cannot read, and I think that's one of them. Um, it's covered up by a couple other cards. It just says logos as you're active, and then just goes dead and then you can see that card is the last one fetch drones it says discard the top two car i'm gonna guess cards of your deck and then it gets cut off by another card and then we got uh backup copy which this one we can fully see it is an upgrade for an ember uh this creature gains destroyed put this creature on the top of your deck so it becomes a little mini dexter with this upgrade if you have a creature you really really want to keep around so i kind of dig that i do and then we go into some cards uh first card that they allow us to see is pip pip he's a two power human scientist creature after an enemy attacks reaps or i'm sorry after an enemy creature reaps stun it Woo! talk about uh talk about something that becomes a lightning rod this guy's gotta go no elusive no nothing Super duper powerful, but super duper fragile. Um, I see Pip-Pip kind of like your Ember Imps of the world. Is it Ember Imp or Dust Imp? Uh, one of the two that only allows you uh, allows you really to uh, what play two cards. It's it's gonna go bye bye, but it, it's making them use a card from their hand to make it go bye bye. So a little bit on both ends. Um, next card up, we have Professor Sutterkin. Uh, really sweet art on this card. Uh, when he reap, or he's a two-power uh, human scientist. Uh, when you reap with him, you draw a card for each friendly Logos card. 
Oh, boy. Um, he's a common, and here's what I fear. Now, we don't know if Library Access Nepseed or any of those cards are going to make it into the next set. But here we go with Logos again. Draw for each friendly Logos creature. Yikes. This could be good, bad, and different. Um, a card as the whole. He's a great card, obviously. I mean, the ability to reap for each friendly Logos creature on the board if he makes it. Now, he's a two-power creature. Very, very fragile. If he makes it, he's strong. But he's also a two-power creature, meaning he'll more than likely not make it. But, I mean, we got two super strong Logos cards right out of the bat. Um, yeah, a little nervous about Logos. They're they're getting uh, they're getting a little bit of help. Uh, and then we got the Helper Bot. He's a one-power robot. When you play him, you may play one non-Logos card this turn. So he's a he's a creature phase shift, basically. And again. I got to go back to, to being phase shift and nep and see I really hope they don't reprint those. I really, really hope they don't reprint library access Nepseed. Because uh, this is just bolstering that mechanic. And it's not going to be good for the game. It's going to be really rough. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We move into Binate Rupture, an action card. It is an alpha. So you can only play this card before doing anything else this step. You gotta play Binate Rupture and play. It is an action. Each player gains Ember equal to the Ember in their pool. So you basically are doubling your Ember. Wow. Okay. So here's a fun little thing. So you play. Uh, you, you play your Binate or, or Binate Binate Rupture. Gains. Say you got four. Now you're up to eight. You phase shift or helper bot into a Chota or a Key Charge or something crazy like. Yeah, instant key. Three cards, instant key. That could be pretty powerful. Um, and then we move into some Mars cards. And I love how they give Mars all these terrible, awful names to pronounce because they're next to impossible. We got uh, Nizix. Nizik Resonator. Uh, two power Martian soldier for each neighboring Nizik Resonator has your opponent's key cost plus two. So for each neighbor he has, your opponent's uh, Ember cost plus two. So up to four. Ooh, he could be nice with like a Dominator or something with Taunt or like a Shadow Self. Uh, he's two power. He's got one armor. So he's huh, he's going to die. But he could uh, potentially, for a turn, maybe stall your opponent. And I think that's all you're looking for. He's a one-turn stall. Probably not going to make it out of combat. Uh, so, you know, hey, a little stall. Yeah, I gotta like stall. Uh, we did get, uh, in this little update, we did get, uh, confirmation Miasma will be reprinted. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, Miasma, one Ember card, one extra Ember card for, uh, play it. Your opponent skips the Forge a Key step. So, nice on that. We move back to Logos now for a little bit. We got the ZYX Researcher, two power human scientist. Uh, when you play them, archive the top card of your deck or the top card of your discard pile. Again, Logos is getting some really good play actions. Going back to get that top card of your discard pile or even your deck. Eh, the deck not so good. The discard pile, absolutely. I, Logos is getting some good stuff. We got the director. 
of ZXY, three power creature. He has elusive. And at the start of your turn, archive the top card of your deck. I see a pattern here. You guys you guys flowing with me. Logos has always been the the house that can archive cards really nicely, really simply. Get it done. They're getting even more archive and they're getting even more draw. Logos might become a house that is a necessity in your deck. Much like Shadows right now is kind of becoming a necessity. It seems like Logos and Shadows are going to be you need one with Logos and one with Shadows in some specific cards, absolutely. Because, you know, there's plenty of Shadows decks out there that just don't do it. It's looking like Logos and Shadows are going to do it. And that's kind of the what the meta is leaning towards. Just, again, this is from a very small set of cards we're looking at right here. But then we got Project ZXY. Five power cyborg mutant. When he fights or reaps, you may play one of your archived cards as if it were in your hand and in the active house. So you can play a card out of house in your archives. That's crazy. He is a rare um, five power. I forgot he has one armor too. So he's a meaty beast. Uh, Logo, oh man, like Logos is getting super good. They've always kind of been like, I don't know, my second or third favorite house. I've always kind of been a Shadows Disc Logos guy. Really dig them. They're getting meaty. E. Logos could could take over that number two spot in the meta, I think. Um, depending on how Shadows does in this set, Logos um, is a definite contender uh, for, for top three houses. So we move back to Mars with this next guard with a Yixlix Stimrager. This guy looks awesome. If you guys ever seen Bane, and I know it's not like the most popular movie I've ever, but um, he kind of looks like Bane from, was that Batman Returns or whatever, where he's just kind of got tubes running all over his body where like maybe they put something into him. He just goes bananas. Super cool looking art. Um, four power, two armor, Martian soldier. When he fights, he deals two damage to a creature and move it to either flank of its controller's battle line. Super cool ability. I don't know if it'll see much play. Being able to deal two damage to a creature, very, very good. You're probably going to want to do that more to kill it. But I could see this being kind of important. You know, you move a taunt creature. You move a shadow self. You move, I'm trying to think if there's any other creatures. I, those are the two big ones that I can think of off the top of my head. Being able to move them and say, nope, he goes over here now. And being able to kill him, it's kind of big. Now, we don't know if those cards are going to be reprinted, but it's kind of big. You know what I mean? Um, even taunt, just be like, oh, two damage, and I move you. Even if you don't kill him, you know, say it's like a champion, uh, one of the champions. And moved. Or a dominator. Moved. Just out of my way. I don't got to deal with you no more. Super duper cool. Again, confirmation of another card coming up uh, to be reprinted. Bullet Eye in the rare slot. She's a two-power elusive elf thief. When she reaps, she destroys a uh, flank creature. So kind of cool. It's a two-turn combo, I guess, uh, where you could reap with the Stim Rager and then Bullet Eye him. Boom. Gone and gone. Uh, but again... 
Stim Rager, four power, two armor. He's going to have some staying power. Um, a little bit, not a great deal, but enough. Bullet Eye, not so much. She's going to die to any really any sort of removal. So not extremely a great combo, but a combo nonetheless that maybe you pull it off every now and again. Uh, and again, another confirmation of another card. Special Delivery going to come back. One Ember. Omni Artifact. Sacrifice Special Delivery. Deal three damage to a flank creature. If that damage destroys the creature, purge it. So again, another kind of little little combo. Um, but that will be reprinted. It's looking like they're focusing on kind of out-of-house combos. That can, I don't know, you know, just kind of little things like out-of-house combos. Hey, look, if you, pair, if you get this card and this card, it's a little combo. And I got a lot of these little ones. You know, we looked at uh, the, the ZXY guys. Now we're looking at some stuff from, from Shadows and, and Mars trying to pair off. Uh, next card up is a Mars card. It's the Killzord Mark 9001. Again, super cool art. Uh, I'm digging it. Mars has always had some really good art. Um, it's an upgrade. This creature gains plus two armor and plus two power. Um, this creature gains skirmish and fight, gain one chain. So whenever that creature fights, gets a chain. Oh, you know, I'm just reading that now, and I, I'm realizing, like, holy crap. It's a creature that's going to fight, and, like, every time you fight with it, you get a chain. It's got Skirmish, because um, I would typically play this, again, on a Taunt creature. That's probably not going to do much fight, and it's just kind of my damage soaker. But, I mean, you know, if it's big enough, you know, let, let's just say you play it on a Dominator. Uh, let's say that card's going to be reprinted. Um, he's already 9 power, 1 armor. You know, you get the stun off him, but now he's an 11 power, 3 armor. Yeah, he becomes a little meaty. Yeah, I guess that's that's fine. Gain the chain. Uh, we move a little bit into Brobnar with Ogopogo. Uh, six power giant. After Ogopogo attacks and destroys a creature, you can deal two damage to a creature. So this is getting you some more value. And I think it's a thing that Brobnar is lacking right now is value. You know, a lot of them are, they have better play effects than they do like, oh, if, if Crump kills a creature your opponent loses an amber well crump's only a five power creature if he dies it's not going to be that great uh ogopogo is starting to get a little more value being at six um if he destroys a creature you deal two power to a creature it is a two for one on board so i see that being a little bit better because you know you can kind of stop them Maybe get rid of some of those guys who are like, you know, when they reap, you gain one or steal one. Um, still not cards I'm looking. Brobnard needs value. Design cards with Brobnard with value. I get it. They're big meat shields, and, and they, they're scary, but they just don't have the value to be competitive at all. They're better off right now. I have a deck. And I see a lot of Brobnar decks that deal a lot in direct damage. And they focus a lot on play abilities. Play a stun a creature. 
play, your opponent loses, what happens. That's really where they focus and where they're good at. They need more value in the Ember realm to be. And I know if you give them too much, they become a little bit overpowered. But ah, they they just they don't they don't even have modicum value. Brobnar as a main just doesn't even have modicum value, and that's why I I stick away from him, to be honest with you. But back over to Mars, we have Mindworm, one power beast. He's elusive. Before the fight, the creature Mindworm fights deals damage equal to its power to each of its neighbors. Now, if you can get him in with a squonker, that's massive. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my. You get him on a Mind Warper or a Shadow Self. Ooh, doggy, he can create some havoc. Uh, and he's a common. I know he's one power, and he dies to, like, Seeker Needle and, and Mag, Mag, was it Magna? No, Mag the Knife and a lot of these other cards. But, man, oh, man, that's that's super freaking good. I dig it. I totally love it. Um, and then keeping with the Mars theme, two power creature uh, with five armor, the Collector Worm. Again, these guys are get- Mars is getting such sweet art. I can't even explain to you. These two cards alone, like the art is crazy good. I'm totally digging it. Uh, but when he fights, archive the creature Collector Worm fights. If that creature leaves your archives, put it into its owner's hand instead. Ah! Another really good card, I think. And again, like, he's good, but he's got to have the right support. And I know that's for, like, any deck. But archive the creature he fights. Just just you fight if he survives, which he probably will with that five armor. Um, you just archive it. Put it in your archives. There's a card gone out of your opponent's deck. Oh, Urchin? Gone. Fagin? Gone. Mind, Mind Warper? He doesn't even have to deal damage. Mind Warper? Gone. Or Mind Worm? Gone. Uh, they're getting some good board state stuff. But again, Mars, and depending on the set, Mars needs to be... They have a few good Ember Control cards right now, um, such as Phosphorus Star, or not Phosphorus Stars. What am I thinking of? Um, Psychic Network? No, that's not it. I'm trying to think. It, it captures one, makes your opponent capture one from their side for each Mars creature. Um, super good. They just, they need, they need an identity, right? Like Shadow Steals, Logos Archives. Dis is really good at, like, creature removal. Brobnar fights. Sanctum has shields. Mars, what do they do? They're kind of like that house that we don't know what they do. So they don't have anything good. Um, They have a few cards for archive, you know, archive your opponent's cards. Eh, I just, I, I they need an identity right now. But keeping with the Mars, we have Destructive Analyst. One Ember. Deal two damage to a creature. You may purge any number of cards from your archive to deal an additional two to the same creature for each card purged this way. That seems pretty nasty. Um, 
I would have liked it to said you could deal two damage for each purged card, and each damage could have a different target. That would have made this card be an insane amount of value. Uh, because, I mean, it is in the rare slot. But, like, just imagine, I purge 35, I purge 10 cards. That's 20 damage I get to deal out in twos. Super, super good. I, I think that they just need an identity. Give Mars an identity. Make Mars great again. Damn it. But then we got Martian Generosity. I think this is the last card. Uh, one Ember action. Lose all of your Ember. Draw two for each card lost. So Mars getting again. They're again. They're they're this master. Um, what what am I trying to say? They they're the jack of all trades, master of none. They do they don't do one specific thing well. They do a little bit from every house well. Just a little. Just they just stick their toes in. Not enough to be a house that's like a, this is what they do. This is what I want from them. But just ah, I want them to be so good because I, I just I dig the art again. This card has some awesome art. And I just, I want them to be so good. And they're just, they're very mediocre. Again, jack of all trades, master of none. If you get the right cards and the right combo, that of all cards that all do the same thing, they're great. But if they get scattered, which more times than not they do, it's over. There's there's nothing good. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us today. Don't forget to go check us out on, what you doing, honey? I got I got Mama Wookie just got home. So, guys, don't forget to check us out on all the social media links. We'll see you guys next week. Um, I'm not going to do uh, an audio-only version of the deck analysis for this week. We're just going to do it kind of out of hand. Um, that'll be over on YouTube. So we'll see you all later. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Archon's Corner, hosted by The Wookie. Make sure you follow The Wookie on Twitter at I am underscore The Wookie. On Facebook, The Wookie. On Instagram at I am underscore The Wookie. And on YouTube, The Wookie. At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Click for more. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Head to Corp Furniture Clearance Center for up to 70% off new retail prices. Stock is updated regularly, so you never know what kind of treasures you'll find. We offer a wide variety of stylish furniture for any budget, and every piece is court certified. And now through June 2nd is our Memorial Day mattress sale. Save big on everything for your home or office. Find new twin sets from $249, new queen sets from $299, and new king sets from $499. Plus, get a free gift with purchase while quantities last. Go to courtfurnitureoutlet.com today.